0: we make thousands of decisions throughout the course of our day and by the end of it the last thing we want to do is make even more choices about what to have for dinner say goodbye to last minute grocery store runs meal planning and recipe stress when you sign up for home chef home chef makes your nightly routine easier and more exciting with a wide selection of delicious meals that arrive at your doorstep in the form of fresh perfectly pre-proportioned ingredients and an easy to follow recipe card with 20 unique and flavorful chef curated meal options available each week home 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 Chef ensures you and your taste buds will never get bored. Once you create your Home Chef account and set your meal preferences, you simply select your weekly menus and adjust your delivery dates, skip weeks, or pause whenever you need. Home Chef will recommend meals based on your selected preferences with plenty of menu options to fit any dietary needs. Looking to master the art of cooking? Check out their classic meal kit options complete with chef written step by step instructions. Don't have time in your busy schedule to cook? No problem. Have a hot, delicious meal on the table and a snack with quick solutions like their 15-minute recipes, microwave meals, and oven-ready options that save you time and effort in the kitchen. Plus, clean up is a breeze. Goodbye grocery shopping. For a limited time, go to homeshef.com PC1 for $90 off your first month. That's a value of 10 free meals. Again, go to HomeChef.com PC1. That's PC and the number one for $90 off.
2: Today on the Callahan podcast, well, it's out. The vaccine is out, and uh, a couple of old folks in England have already got it, including William Shakespeare. Me, I was uh, skeptical. I was thinking of uh, taking a pass, but then Dr. Fauci and Anthony and Andrew Cuomo said they were going to do it on TV, so I'm all in. Also, uh, Josh Allen put on a show on Monday Night Football. Uh, the bills are for real, and that's uh, that's a good thing in my mind. Uh, someone uh, broke into Tom Brady's house. Not sure why. Just broke in, had a seat, made a sandwich, and uh, got arrested. A homeless guy with a car. We'll tell you all about about him. Tom Brady's number one fan, um, Bob Dylan, is uh, is now a very wealthy man. He sold his uh, his library for three hundred million dollars. Who's next? Who else is gonna sell out? Speaking of which, uh, congratulations to Howie Hamptons. He got a new contract with Sirius uh, XM, and we couldn't be happier. We're we'll getting into all that today on the Callahan Podcast, brought to you by DCU. Why did DCU members love their free checking accounts? It's simple. No monthly maintenance fees, no minimum balance, no strings attached. What's better is that with direct deposit to their free checking account, DCU members can get paid up to two days early. Who doesn't love getting paid early? Zero monthly maintenance fees, zero monthly balance, zero reasons not to switch. They'll even remove the hassle of switching your direct deposits and automatic payments from your current checking account. Learn more and make the switch today at dcu.org slash free checking. Insured by NCUA, membership required. All right, Callahan, let's do this.
3: This is the Jerry Callahan Podcast.
2: Well, he's uh, busy saving the world. Donald J. Trump is uh, has commenced to saving the world. They are getting the vaccine in England. Uh, the first person to get it today, if you missed it, is a 90-year-old grandmother named Margaret Keenan. The second person, you know the second person to get the vaccine is, B.B. B. Cullinane? This uh, is I, I, I've just read it got I read in the daily mail uh william shakespeare was the second person i think he's he's also like 90 year old guy in in england but uh with his number two b can i ask you can i ask you a serious question you're smart guy you pay attention to these things it's this minor controversy now they're saying you know you will they require people to get the vaccine will it be mandated will be law um what do you care if you get the vaccine and your wife gets the vaccine and your elderly parents or grandparents, why do you care if the guy next door gets it? Why does it matter? Got an answer for me? No.
3: But why did Trump care about like, the old argument about illegal immigrants coming here who weren't vaccinated and now there's smallpox in California, but you can't get smallpox as long as you've been vaccinated, which you have. What do you care if illegal immigrants support, go to Disney? World? I, 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 I
2: suppose that maybe everyone doesn't have a smallpox vaccine. Do they? I know, yeah. but
3: what do you, but it's the same but, argument, which is but, what do you care? Like as long as you're covered and well, you can do what all, you need to do.
2: Cause you, cause you know, if uh, illegal immigrants in California all get smallpox, it will be a burden on the, uh, you know, the medical system in this country will cost a fortune, but, um, I, I, it seems like a problem down the road. I, I mean, if you want the vaccine, get the vaccine, everyone, you know, get the vaccine. They go back to work there. They can go visit their mothers and fathers and grandparents and, and get the country moving again. You might even be able to, I don't know, open that little, uh, neighborhood restaurant, that little, uh, coffee shop next to target and, and Walmart, they might actually be able to go back to work. But if some, you know, uh, vaccine truther or uh, who would be the, who's the most prominent vaccine truther uh, the, the, out there if they don't want the vaccine good I, I mean not good but who cares you're gonna get caught up in that now I got the vaccine last night by the way I should have mentioned this right off the top I get, did you, the, vaccine. Did you get the, the did you get the chills Loss of appetite all I did not I got I was in CVS and they got the big sign you know flu vaccines available buying some stuff and they said to the guy know can i get that flu shot now i said sure like two minutes later i was in the little tent in the back of cbs getting a flu shot which i haven't had lately i gotta be honest so i got vaccinated against the flu which as we all know is more dangerous and deadly for young healthy people like me but i started talking to the woman who uh i don't know what they are. are they nurses who gives you the vaccine she came around she had the face mask on and she said they were all ready to go. They were already mobilized. They were going to start at old uh, at nursing homes and, and assisted living facilities. They already knew which facilities they were going to go to with the vaccine in a matter of weeks, I guess. So they're ready to roll. Everybody's ready to roll. It's, before he leaves office in one month and uh, 12 days, I think uh, Trump is uh, going to save the world. And you know what the beauty of it is? He won't take any credit. He'll be very modest and humble about it. He he'll hardly, he probably won't even mention it.
3: Is Rudy, did Rudy get it already? Do we know what? <laughs> it's a good question. Rudy is in the
4: hospital, correct? I know.
3: The Aren't list? you worried about the guy? He's not uh, what you just described. He's not young and healthy. Like, we've, so not, right? we've,
4: repeated, we've repeated this line on the show probably every single time. There's nothing to worry about with guys like him if Chris Christie is still walking. The <laughs> There's
2: just nothing to worry <laughs> the, about. Um, Somebody, one of the you know left wing blue check mark Trump haters, tweeted out the list of people around Trump who've gotten the virus, and it's long. I mean, you yeah. yeah, Kelly, everyone, uh, Kaylee McEnany, and Mark Meadows, and 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 uh, Alex Berenson, the you know the the most prominent uh, authority on the virus on Twitter, just tweeted back. You know, spoiler alert: they're all fine. They're all fine. Nobody was on a ventilator. Nobody died. Even some of the old, older guys who, or fatter guys like Chris Christie are fine. I will say Rudy not only is older, I think he's 76. Even, he doesn't look particularly healthy. You know, he's had issues, but, and he's in the hospital. But if this is um, – if he gets out, I mean, it, do we all have to agree that it's not a death sentence, even if you're old and somewhat uh, unhealthy? I mean, Trump got out in three days. And he's old and, you know, a little overweight. So, I mean, it's not, and I, I know, you know, that I know it. You know, anyone who's paying attention, know it. these fools, like these, I don't know, these teachers union people They 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 know it too. They're just pretending they don't know. They're pretending they might die if they go to work. Um, but um, soon, hell now people are all going to get vaccinated today. The big story is this old lady in, in England got her shot and I'm sure she'll, uh, and she you know, she'll go about her life and they'll be following around, say, look, she can go to the store now, she can go out to eat, and everything will be great. And then Biden will take over and the world will go to hell again.
3: Can't wait. I'm still fascinated by William Shakespeare getting it. I, I like and having to be second. Like they didn't give it to him. <laughs> they have no sense of history at all in England. Like, come on, weird. man.
2: Um, that's a good point. She, was he standing in line like behind her. Um the, the The world, as we know, has gone mad anyway, but I'm just reading a story that I just retweeted the story. Uh, Let me see where it's from.
3: Well, while you look at that for that, Jerry, I'll just say this quickly on the vaccine. I'm much more interested in this part of it than the last three months of coronavirus. I think the way that societies decide to roll out the vaccine who gets it how they get it how they distribute it i think all that's fascinating i do look forward to the movie a couple of years from now on trump's coronavirus spell like the idea that the president God knows what they shot him full of Jerry and what he ordered them to give him that they would have never given to anybody else based on the fact that they had no testing of this stuff but he was like shoot me up or cut me Mick you know and he's the president and they're going we don't know what the side effects to this stuff is and he's like put it in here he, uh, and they he did
2: the, he must have been the worst patient just deadly. oh my god yeah. yeah um here's the story um it is uh, it's from Campus Reform. I, I assume a website that tracks, you know, the crazy left-wing bias of uh, of our university system. Um, this is just, uh, this is from yesterday. Students at Cornell University can be exempt. They don't have to get the um, vaccine as long as they're black. <laughs> Students at Cornell can use their status as, quote, a person of color to be exempt from the university's flu vaccine requirement. Quote, students who identify as black indigenous or POC, person of color, may have personal concerns about fulfilling the compact requirements based on historical injustices and current events, explains the Cornell University's vaccine requirement, FAQ. So you have to
3: get vaccinated. If you're white, you don't. If you're black, so get ready for this. I mean, get ready for it to. Well, be follow the science, Jerry. I mean, what Thanks. did the science tell you all along in Boston, where I live? They've been telling us for months now that the African American community has been hit much harder by coronavirus than anyone else. And they're trying to figure out why that is and what the circumstances are that make that so. Well, if that area is being hit hard, this was one of the big things that I think in uh, the Moderna test is they were having trouble getting African-Americans to volunteer for the thing, and they needed to test it on the community that was getting hit the hardest. If they're getting hit so hard by it, why would they be exempt from it? It's a good question because you're going to see
2: other pandering politicians. I believe Gavin Newsom has already done this, say we have to start... The vaccine in the uh, black community in the in the neighborhoods that the hardest hit that makes
3: sense, right? That's that should um, be. um,
2: Well, no, you don't start with that. You start with the old people. You start in the nursing homes. I would. I mean, uh, I mean, okay, let's compromise. Let's start with old black people. Is that good?
3: Fine. But you at least he's (laughs) trying to go where it's been been most troublesome that's what you do right you try and take the most effective approach you would think it's the people that hit the hardest saying that they're exempt for no other reason than historical the injustices husky, is, is husky follow experience. the science right follow I, the science and that's what's going to be i i i think though you
2: do what the woman at cvs told me you go to the nursing homes you go to the assisted living facilities you line them up those people deserve it it is I live near one. It's uh, the senior housing, and it's the saddest thing. We walk by all the time, and they have a com- uh, common area that they used to gather, and you'd sit, see them in there in their wheelchairs just and drinking their coffee, hanging together. They have yellow caution tape around the common area now. They have to stay in their rooms. And, by the way, they've been in the rooms for nine months, in their rooms, you know, taking – food deliveries and, 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 and not meeting, seeing, talking to anybody. That's another one of these, uh, 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 uh ancillary, uh, results we're going to be dealing with forever is these old people have lost their minds when they find when kid people finally get in to see their mothers and fathers and grandparents, they're not going to recognize them. They're going to be in the throes of dementia. They're going to be like our next president. They're not going to know what day it is. And it's going to be the saddest frigging thing. And everyone's going to be like, well, whatever, uh. You know uh you know they're, they're not important they don't matter what matters is you know amazon and target and and uh you know the 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 big box stores they're important as we know the small businesses aren't important and neither are the old folks but they will get it first i believe you'll hear some politicians like you, you know like my my congressperson the the completely insane ayanna presley who'll be saying you have to be black you know they, they belong at the front of the line That's not biological. I mean, do you think it's biological, the reason they have such higher numbers? I mean, I
3: don't know why. I don't think so. No, but I don't know why it is. But it doesn't matter. If you know in your area that there is a group that is affected greater, you give it to them first. I would think just like you said, okay, you go to nursing homes. Absolutely. Who's next on the list of by a much wider margin, they are affected by it. We know it's African-Americans or we were told it was anyway. And you know what?
2: There's 60 million people who don't need it. Those are kids. Kids don't need it. We, we should all agree. that. I mean, I keep hearing politicians say 330 million people. We have to vaccinate 330. No, we don't. You don't have to vaccinate kids. <clears throat> I mean, we know that. You know, you know that, right? Your children, 10-year-olds don't need to be vaccinated. They don't get it. They don't give it. And once adults are vaccinated, I think the kids will be fine, right? I mean, it might come back someday, but right now they're not a priority. Um, hell, that we already know they're not a priority. They've, they've been left by the wayside. Every kid out there has been. It's almost like everyone has stayed back in school for a year. It's it's disgraceful. And by the way, you know, I think should be last on the list. Teachers, you know, teachers, what do you think?
3: <laughs> because of the science, Jerry,
2: right? <laughs> the teachers. Every day there's a new teacher. If 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 anyone out there still thinks teachers unions care about children, they're not. Then you're just not paying attention. Every day there's a new story. Uh, over the weekend, the teachers union in Chicago uh, tweeted that the the only reason people don't want kids back in uh, people want kids back in school is racism, sexism, xenophobia, all this misogyny, but misogyny. And then the next day, Monday, they filed an injunction to stop. The order to return to in-person schooling. Teachers will do anything and everything. And then, this crazy lady in uh, Oregon, this this teacher in the uh, in the Subaru, you saw her, right? She drove by a protest of lockdown, uh, anti-lockdown people, people who just want to go to work. They, this drives me crazy. They're protesting because they want to work. They want to open their businesses. They want to go back to work. They're de- they're not asking for anything. They're saying, just please let me. Open my gym, open my restaurant, and teachers aren't just against that, they want to keep you know the, the vacation going. Nine months of vacation is not enough for this crazy woman in uh Oregon. I'm trying to get her name. Can um, I just just read she's uh oh, I have a, um, can we play this teacher in the Subaru colonnade because she went? Uh, I mean, I, I'm sure I'm sure uh, uh Turtle Boy will say nobody cares about her, but she kind of went viral and global and embarrassed her profession uh, for everybody because she just pulls up to a protest and flips out, just flips out
4: and says, I'm a teacher. Let me, let me pull it up. I got to pull it up for a second. Hang on. Uh,
3: Yeah. One thing about the whole thing, Jerry, is that the virus has... It's sort of like the mirror in Snow White, right? It has shown people for what they are, whether they want to believe it or not. All the hypocrisy of you guys can't do it, but I'm going to do it. And the teachers union is one of those where it's sort of like everybody sort of had decided what they thought about teachers unions, but you just didn't talk about it that much. That tweet by that Chicago teachers union, I don't know how you could have been more absurd in showing you for your true colors than that one. And they just it doesn't seem to matter to people like you just act like it didn't happen if you're a pro teachers union who, who gets hurt the most why you know when you have people
2: who when you have no in-person schooling when everything's remote who gets hurt the, the most it would be ask minority. parent
3: ask any parent it's the kids first well, yeah, the kids but minority
2: kids yeah. who don't have. Uh, the luxury of having a parent help them there, and don't have the best technology—they're the ones getting lost. It's the opposite of uh, racism and, and and xenophobia and special needs kids, of course. But it is amazing. I mean, it's not enough that these teachers' unions uh, had have had nine months off. They want to keep it going until you know next year. They want to yeah you know, don't want to go back to work before Christmas and New Year's. I mean, let's just keep this trade. I think it's a simple solution. You don't have to
3: come back to work, but you can't get paid anymore. But what's yeah. the misogyny part of it, Jerry? Like, <laughs> are only women or teachers? Is that the idea? Like, well, oh, I guess them? so. There's more
2: way. I was wondering that myself. What's the misogyny? I guess you're right, because there are more women, especially,
3: you know, young. Uh, teachers. But we don't we don't. First of all, we don't recognize gender. Right. Second of all, we don't profile. <laughs> I mean, it, it seems like everything we've been told over the last five years to not do, somehow the Chicago Teachers Union did it in one sentence and everybody's like,
4: yeah, yeah here, good point. Like, I, 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 really, I want to play this. This woman's psycho. I didn't see this this week. I <laughs> I wish you, know. you watched than <laughs> Turtle Boy. You guys even, like, watch the news? <laughs> what a random viral video <laughs> of this lunatic.
2: By the way, Turtle Boy yesterday scolded me, VB, because I wanted to talk about Pete Davidson. He said, I'm the only one that cares about Pete Davidson. And I, I swear every podcast I've listened to every uh, talk show I've watched, everyone has talked about Pete Davidson. He went national global. I mean, he, what he did dumping on those po- protesters in his own neighborhood was despicable. And everybody was, was pissed off except turtle boy who you're right. He wanted to talk about the, uh, uh, assistant town manager in Grafton who uh, uh, was uh, mean to someone on Facebook. But, hey, you know, uh, I still love it There was her. that whole line
3: about Elizabeth Warren when she ran for president. Was it Vanity Fair or somebody did a huge expose on her? And and somebody that that knew her well said, the funny thing about Elizabeth Warren is she doesn't have any friends. Remember that? Yeah, isn't that that has to be true of Pete Davidson, right? Does uh, no. after a a live show, do people hang with that guy? And, question. Like, the only
4: reason but, he's a celebrity is because he has a lot of celebrity friends. He's right. I, mean, he's I don't Peter. know though. Does, that yeah. you
3: would think that with Warren until you really get down to it. She he,
2: here's here's the bottom line. He is one of the worst human beings you've ever seen, and I'm I, I say this because I've done my research. Every one of his friends is famous, which means he has no friends. You're probably right. I heard machine gun Kelly talking about this with, with Howard Stern saying that Pete Davidson and he are like best friends. So obviously, if you're famous and you're a dirt bag with, you know, tattoos and drug problems, he loves you, but he picks his girlfriends depending on how famous they are. We know that he's a total prima donna. Like he shows up to work half the time. They don't want to mess with him because, you know, his father died on 9 11. His father that he has himself dumped on. Is, is his own father. You know, he dumped on Dan Crenshaw. He's just scum. Absolute scum. I mean, he's he's he, he
4: from he boy. boy. Here he goes again. He's on you, Jerry. No one cares,
3: and you're doing it again. <laughs> I mean, he oh, dated
4: a- he, <laughs> he dated the biggest pop star in the world, and right. in days and in today's world, that's that's even different from me growing up with like Britney Spears was the biggest pop star. Today, it's like times that by ten with social media the way it is today. He, he dated the
2: hottest woman in the world, in Kate Beckinsale. Oh, that's right. Shit, and he ruined her for me. I mean, the what? idea of that disease ridden drug
3: addict—that's such a shame too. You got you were so. Close, Jerry. It just seemed like things yeah. were lining up, and then he ruined her. For you me. know, she's terrible. terrible. That's it's like, like a 20 running, years old. Under, never watch Underworld again. It's so awful that that's been taken from you now.
4: That's a running <laughs> thing with uh, with Dave Portnoy right now, is he's DM'd her five times, and she won't get back to him, but she'll get back to Pete Davidson. Like, on, like,
2: on top of that, is he an attractive man? He looks like he's. He looks like he's got like 12 different diseases. You know, he, he looks like he needs some vitamins or some sun or something. His eyes are all sunken in. He's just a disgusting human being who, you know, he's got every STD on the, in the on the planet. Why would a
4: woman want to be with that? That,
3: that let Beauty me, let me, is on the inside, Jerry. Although yeah. I don't know that he's exhibited a lot of that over time either. So
4: let me bring it full circle since I'm the only one with radio skills out of this trio right here. this He should be dating this lunatic right here. Oh <laughs> It's a catch, oh, right? there.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, that is the catch. That's the face of uh, the face of uh, the shock lockdown team lockdown. What? That's the face of team lockdown. I'm an effing teacher. F you, I teach your effing kids who is and and their families are dying. Either obviously she's enjoying her ten month vacation, but she's stupid uh, on top of being a little emotional. She thinks kids are dying or, you know, they, their parents are dying because the kids went to school. Everybody knows, everybody, CDC and Redfield and Fauci and everybody agrees, kids, even Biden has said kids belong back in school, you know, once he, once he won the election, you know, let's get the kids back in school. Uh, but the, what sets her off? These people just saying, can I go back to work? Can I open my business, please?
3: That's what set her off. Well, first of all, there's, there's a million a million, hundreds of th- parents in that district right now. Honey, we have that parent-teacher conference with Miss Jenkins. I have a Zoom. I can't make that one. Can you imagine going to see with her? Hey, how's my little kid doing? Like <laughs> your kid is the worst. Like she needs to be a Saturday Night Live skit, but she's on the the side that won't get anything done to her. But you imagine you
2: know, if that is your kid's teacher. You're probably like, you know what? Maybe i We should stay remote. I don't want my child. <laughs> you know. <laughs> near
3: that that insane woman with and her. Is it ears. ever a good idea to identify your profession publicly it's i mean this was true 20 years ago but now why would you say in social media world the only thing she didn't do is identify the school and you got the sense she was close to doing that like why how First about, of, how about doing had, the double
2: middle finger to the camera do you twice. think do you think Twice. that's not gonna get out there? You know, they won't recognize me. I mean, she must be so embarrassed now. She I mean, she's not having a heated discussion. She's just flipping out. And and you know soon. So
3: is she a Karen or is Karen only when right wing people flip out? I never knew what the rule no, was. No, she's definitely
2: that. a Karen, a crazy Karen. Yes, she does not want to go back to school. She's enjoy. She's probably got plans, you know, for the holidays to maybe go south, but you know, maybe to go to Cabo and hang out with the mayor of Austin or somewhere, and just have the check forwarded. She has no interest in going back to work. Uh, I'm looking at a picture of William Shakespeare right now, 81 year old. <laughs> 81-year-old in University Hospital, Coventry, England, getting the vaccine. So – and by the way, uh, as I said, Trump is you know No, he say, had,
3: Jerry, prior to getting the vaccine. He had suffered the slings and arrows of outrageous fortunes. So. I was going
2: to say, what is he, 500 years old? I mean, he looks pretty good. But um, um, I, I – You get it measure was, for measure. Trump is going to save the world before he leaves office. He's going to obviously brag about it. But yesterday he did another one of the great things. He's done many, many great things. He ruins half of them by bragging about them or tweeting something stupid, but he signed a, I forget what it's called here. The America first act to make sure Americans get the vaccine first. I'm not sure it worked because English people in England are getting it already, but the idea, who was it? Was it, uh, was it, uh, Emmanuel, uh Ezekiel Emanuel? Someone said we should start in the poor countries, like in, in, you know, sub in Africa or South America. I'm going, what, The America developed the vaccine. The American president spearheaded the effort. I say every single American who wants it gets it before you give it to a single foreigner. But that's me. I'm a xenophobe. So, you know, we'll see how it goes. I'm pretty sure as long as Trump is president,
3: Americans will get it first. Whatever happened with that Russian vaccine, by the way, remember when Putin announced we read about it? I think he says they're still ready to go there, you know, but where they, you know, what I know, Jerry, like they don't wait for three phases of trials. <laughs> no are there are there large populations in Russia right now that have developed horns or three? No, legs no
2: he's going to like- start with his enemies and they're all going to get sick and die. And oh, well, it didn't work. But here's I like the Kim Jong Un method is if you get the virus, he has your shot. And that eliminates the virus completely. I mean, just anyone who gets it, he kills them. That's also the method employed by Andrew Cuomo in New York, coincidentally. And uh, he's he's done his best to just eliminate anybody who has the virus or anybody who's in a vulnerable uh, category. Get rid of them. Um, speaking of which, and I know you got a big kick out of this one <laughs> yesterday. I just, I'm, I and just want to the, I I know, mean, I know you're a young, healthy uh, male in. Um, in Massachusetts, VB. But let's pretend. Let's pretend you're in New York. You're, yeah, yeah. You're, you know, who you are, and your parents, elderly grandparents or parents or grandparents, or whatever,
3: were in a New York nursing home in April or May. Jerry, I have a sister who lives in New York, whose business has been decimated. Okay, He's like this is. I'm pretty familiar with this scenario. Yes, you. Um. So you're in New York. You got a
2: relative, a mother, father who who was in her nursing home, got the virus passed away. You find out later that didn't have to happen. Cuomo ordered vi- uh, coronavirus positive patients into that nursing home, killing your mother. And you have to sit there yesterday, like every other day, the day he got the Emmy, the day he did a and a with Billy Joel, the day he came out with a book about leadership. Every day, this monster, Andrew Cuomo, continues to just Piss in your face and 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 dance on the grave of your loved one. He's just a vile, disgusting human being. Yesterday, he's yucking it up with another phony. Uh, it uh, flip-flop Fauci and uh, and Cuomo on a I guess some kind of Zoom call, giggling and laughing about what kind of food uh, Fauci misses the most from Brooklyn. And and by the way, his answer was uh, Nathan's hot dogs. I mean, you're from New York, you're Italian, you move to D.C., you become a hack bureaucrat for 50 years. What do you miss the most about food back home? And you pick hot dogs? Anyway, these two are yucking it up, and Cuomo comes up with a really witty uh, take that they're like, they're like De Niro and Pacino. First of all, that's the way Andrew Cuomo thinks. When he looks in the mirror, he sees a movie star, right? That's the way he's always thought. He thinks he belongs with... De Niro and Pacino and Ben Stiller and Billy Joel and Sharon Stone, his buddies are all famous. Uh, We said this, I said this about Pete Davidson. If someone's friends are all famous, first of all, they're probably kind of an asshole. And secondly, they don't really have any friends. You know, you've seen, you see certain um, people in Hollywood or in, in the media and all their friends are famous. That means they don't really have any friends. You know, they, they brag about, oh, yeah, uh, you know, I called my buddy, whatever, uh, you know, uh, 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 Pete Davidson. Yeah, yeah and we were hanging out. I'm going, that's not really your buddy. That's just some Hollywood phony who's using you anyway. Fauci. I mean, uh, Cuomo's take is he and Fauci are like De Niro and Pacino. Can we can we hear from this this total a-hole, um, Cuomo?
3: I think your voice on
4: saying that the vaccines are safe. Uh, would be important. I said that as soon as uh, the vaccine is deemed ready and safe, I'll be the first one to take a vaccine. Uh, maybe we enlist you. I'll do it with you. We'll do an ad telling New Yorkers it's safe to take the vaccine to, uh, to you know, put us together. We're like the uh, modern-day uh, De Niro and Pacino. You can be whichever you want. You can be the De Niro
3: or Pacino. <laughs>
0: Fauci Pacino, and
3: Cuomo, yeah. I'll give you a front boy. Who do you want to be, De Niro or Pacino? Which one do you want I
2: to be? <laughs> I love
4: them both. I love them both. I don't <laughs> want to insult one or the other. If I say one, I don't want to hurt the feelings of the other. Yeah.
3: Who's so Oh, God. Oh, God. So, first of all, there'd be the modern day no. Pacino or De Niro. De Niro's going, I, I'm your age. We're but, the same. Oh, like, what are you 30, talking about? Fauci's <laughs> and, and he's going to be the modern day. Fauci's <laughs>
2: older than both of them, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and they're, I mean, I, Fauci obviously is not as bad as Cuomo, but I'm so sick of him. Uh, can, can Why and I say this all the time? Ask this. Well, all first
3: of all, time. don't. You see what Cuomo's doing there? He's he's on air. You you know. Hosts that do this, but he's asking him on air, Come get the shot with me so we can do this photo op. he like, He isn't run that by him, but he's figuring if he does it live, Fauci will agree to it. And maybe he did there, I don't know. That's number one, which is just oh, wait, wait a second.
2: You're telling me Fauci's going to do something live on camera,
3: Anthony? <laughs> if, Fauci? if it's oh, if it can man, be going to take
2: safe. some arm twisting to get Fauci to do some performative art on, on TV, on camera. This guy's never going away. He's going to be 112 and, they, and they're going to say, "Coming up next on CNN. We'll talk to Anthony Fauci, just retire. Why do, why does every other walk of life, everyone else in the private sector have to retire when they're like 65 or 70. And this guy, eight, 80 year old Fauci is on TV every freaking day. Telling us things and, and by the way, wait a day and he'll tell you the exact opposite. I mean, he's the guy that said you don't need a mask. He's the guy that on March 9th said you should not hesitate to go on a cruise. He is a complete fraud. But anyway, he's no he's no Cuomo. I'm gonna well,
3: get guess- Cuomo is literally thinking photo op. With the vaccine, like the the mind goes right to photo op rather than we got to get this to seniors immediately. No, we need to stage this photo op with Fauci so I can look. He's like the you know, the cop that. After the guy does all the legwork and the headphones in the van and they've been staking out the the mafia for years, right? And they make the pinch. This other cop comes in at the last second and grabs the guy by the arm to get the photo op. And he waves at the camera. It does does
2: the press conference. you know? Yes.
3: And then acts like he's the hero. And Cuomo's doing that here. Of course, what do you expect? A, the guy won an Emmy. B, he's written a book about how he defeated coronavirus, even though... Obviously, New Yorkers are dying as we speak, as is everybody in the country. But he he set the blueprint on how to defeat this thing. So no, he
2: he wrote he signed an order on March twenty fifth, sending coronavirus patients into nursing homes, killing at least eleven thousand New York senior citizens. And because the media is so corrupt, because Hollywood and 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 all these uh, dineros are all so shallow, and and. And and superficial that they just ignore it. It's amazing. And, and and you know I did a podcast with Janice Dean, who's a hero, and a fighter for all these uh, for these people who are no longer with us, or the families whose loved ones were murdered by this monster. She keeps reminding us what a what a just what an evil bastard he is. And he sits there and goes, "I'll be DiNero and you would be Bacino," and you're going. Hang your head in shame. Have you no shame? I mean, he's just the worst. And
3: so how about, the the, again, the stereotyping that he, first of all, it's got to be two Italian actors, right? And what food do you miss? And when he says it's a Nathan's, he goes, what are you talking about? How about a cannoli? How about a big (laughs) bowl of pasta? He lists every stereotypical Italian food. Like, apparently, it's 1920s Italy talking here to each other, They like their first generation's. Again, Fauci gave him the signal, like, I'm not really into this because I'm going to say a Nathan's hot dog to put an end to that. But Cuomo doesn't let it go. He goes, no, let's go and do the Italian thing. I, uh, and just keep that. I heard
2: Geraldo talking about this on The Five, and he said uh, Mario Cuomo hated uh, the Italian stereotypes. He hated the only allusion to uh, mobsters and all that. Uh, Andrew doesn't feel that way because he's, you know, he's kind of with that Hollywood crowd, the Nero Pacino crowd. But immediately came all the jokes, and, and you and I were joking about it, saying maybe he's talking about like the end of the Irishman, when De Niro is this doddering old, you know, washed up in a <laughs> nursing home. In a nursing home. I mean, uh, he would have been uh, dead
3: in the movie, right? Oh, from oh, that.
2: Pacino was dead, right? That's a good point. And, and, you know, they're not the modern day version, they're the current version. They're two just over the hill nobodies who are just time to leave the stage. It's, if somebody, I mean, I realized Cuomo will never leave the stage. He'll never give it up because he's, he loves the camera and he loves the fame and he loves, you know, rubbing shoulders with his famous friends. But at some point, everyone just has to tire of him. I would like to see Biden name him to the cabinet. I'd like to see him, you know, become attorney general for a couple of reasons. New York, I'd be happy for New York. They could get rid of him. And I'd like to see him go before the Senate and see if some of my guys, you know, that have the guts to ask him, you know, like the Josh Hollies and Ted Cruz's and and uh, Tom Cottons have the guts to ask him about his uh, order to put people in there. And by the way, Janice Dean has this question, and I've never heard a good answer. He had the ship, the comfort ship. He had the Javits Center. He had thousands of empty beds when he chose to put coronavirus patients in nursing homes. He didn't have to do it. They didn't have to die, and he is They've, they've purged the system of that order, even though people made a copy. Jerry, and he won an any Emmy. What part of that run. do you
3: not understand? He won an Emmy. An
2: okay? Emmy okay. The Emmy. science
3: has been settled. He, he won the battle, okay? <laughs> He's an <laughs> Emmy-winning governor. The
2: science is settled. Um, Did you
4: see the woman over the weekend, by the way, who tweeted out that uh, working at Friendly's was a more friendly environment than the three and, years, well, years? Oh, that's true. I tweeted her. Out. A, yeah. a
2: former, her name is on it, too. She went yeah. all in. Nothing anonymous. She said the most toxic work environment she's ever seen. He's a bully and a bastard, and he pu- and he pushes people around.
4: I mean, and I, she, was, and she was there for three and a half years, so that's not that's, that's a pretty uh, extensive amount of time in that line of work to work and,
2: with. And and it got very little play. Obviously, the media is in the tank for this asshole, and they don't cover this kind of thing. But you could see that, can't you see that him in a workplace just pushing, bullying people, nasty? You know, everything must. Revolver you know, he must get credit for everything. He's just the worst. He's the well, Jerry, you worst. and I
3: are both te- you know, we're Irish, right? Like I so I'm American. Any, uh, thank you. I'm like third generation quote Irish, but I'm I'm American. But at any point did you introduce me as ah, my fellow Irishman, VB, we could be uh Colin Farrell and whoever the modern day version. Let's have some blood sausage and let's get some Guinness.
2: <laughs> let's, like, get, wait, let's get uh, bleak faced, you know, we'll go to the pub and have a couple dozen
3: Guinness. And, and- he's yucking he, like he can't he, <laughs> he thinks he's so funny as he's doing the thing. And again, you know, people watching it were yucking it up with him too, because he can do no wrong. He's That's one the one thing. Of these people and he I see don't like being you- the what about or, you, know, but can you imagine? Trump just willy-nilly saying anything remotely. I'll be Clint East or I'll be John Wayne, and you be Jimmy Cagney to Mike Pence or whatever. Can you imagine the hyperventilating that would go on if that ever was said in any way? Oh, uh,
2: imagine if Trump—I don't know—ordered coronavirus patients into nursing homes, wiping out entire wings of nursing homes. Imagine if he did that because he gets blamed. Joe Biden said Trump killed, uh, you know, two hundred fifty thousand people. Trump did. They'd all be alive if not for him. There'd be no deaths if not for Trump. He just can't put a finger on anything Trump did to cause the 250,000 deaths. Uh, Quite the contrary. <clears throat> Things he did like shutting down travel from Europe and uh, China, Biden was against. If Biden were president, if Hillary Clinton were president, the deaths would be half a million right now.
3: But, but as to, to answer Cuomo's, Cuomo's no question, Jerry, to answer Cuomo's question, the food that I would miss – would be the Thanksgiving dinner I usually have with my sister in New York that I couldn't have because of Cuomo. Again, the idea that he's yucking this stuff up and using this as punchlines while, A, people are still dying, B, things that he has done, I have a friend who usually goes south to be with his elderly parents for Thanksgiving and couldn't go this year because Cuomo said you can't leave. And yet here he is planning a photo op with Fauci to go, hey, look at us. If we'll do it, it must be safe because I've never made a bad decision in my life. It's just it's crazy nonsense.
2: Why why is it a big deal for these politicians to get the vaccine on TV? I mean, to show it's safe, most people, and I'm going to guess most elderly people who haven't been able to leave their rooms or see their grandchildren they're like, you know, shoot me up. Let's go. Let's get it on. They're not going. Gee, look, George Bush is getting the shot. I guess it's safe. I mean, why? That doesn't eh. me courage. You know, so so Fauci's going to get a shot on TV. So what? I mean,
3: well, I I'll, I'll be honest on this one. I didn't try and remember back February March. I didn't take this thing seriously at all until Tom Hanks got it. And then I was like, "What the hell?" So yeah, but, I, I I don't want to be hypocritical on it. For some reason, I can get sucked into that stuff, and the, I the, did like
2: when the actor Tom Hanks and his wife got it. Got three oh, weeks later, we're fine. And I then, you're It's a good point. When Tom Hanks got it, and when uh, um, you know a few NBA guys got it, you started saying, "Wow!" And then you look, and they're a week later, they're fine. That's when you started to realize it was targeted. It was killing the elderly, the obese people with underlying conditions. We've known that for, I don't know, seven, eight months. And people like that teacher, that, 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 that insane teacher, they're just denying it because they are kind of enjoying the lockdown. They don't want to go to work. That's the same way. If you're, you know, if you work at Amazon or Target, if you're a big, you know, if you're if you're Michael Bloomberg, you're saying, "Let's keep this going. Let's crush out all the small businesses. Our friends in and in, in China are benefiting. Let's keep this going." This story will be told for the rest of our lives. There'll be there'll be obviously nonfiction books about it, but there'll be fiction. There'll be more, you know, movies like Contagion, and eventually everybody, every idiot that's not really paying attention right now will realize it. You know, the the average age of death is is older than the average lifespan you know the, the people dying are in their 80s and they have three or four other comorbidities they're they're, they're just it's accelerating the, the the extent it's it's accelerating the the, the death uh, of, of a certain group of uh people it's not affecting everybody it's certainly not affecting kids the idea that you should have ever closed stools for one day is insane but enough we've done enough um we, we got a lot to get to i do i know you uh you got some things you want to talk about um did you see
3: well, can I, we I, do the tom brady homeless guy at some point yes sorry. we're going to do the tom brady homeless it guy but I gotta, to-
2: I gotta ask colinane <laughs> Colin are, are we still on facebook live because yesterday vb we got kicked off facebook live for mocking pete davidson Pete Davidson, the edgy comedian, who is the voice of the establishment, who is against, who is for lockdowns. He's against anybody who wants to run a business. He just wants to, you know, get his paycheck, and 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 he doesn't care about anyone else in in his neighborhood. But we got kicked off Facebook Live. Or are we back on?
4: We are back on. I mean, we were quite disrespectful to Pete Davidson earlier in the show, but fortunately, yeah. it hasn't impacted the uh, the live stream at the moment.
3: But I think you may need a new policy on this show, Jerry. That no PDAs from you. No Pete Davidson is an ass because it keeps you, you just keep upsetting Turtle Boy and Facebook. So maybe you you need a week off from Pete Davidson.
2: <laughs> Is, is Turtle Boy chimed in? Because he's uh, <laughs> very unhappy with you. <laughs> they don't like that. But, uh, but, but uh, anyway, um, we're going to, uh, you know what? We'll get to Tom Brady, homeless guy. I mean, home guy that broke into Tom Brady's home. I want to mention uh, how, uh, another, I shouldn't say another. One of the benefits of this crazy COVID season is we get football like every night of the week. And sometimes we get two Monday night games like last night. And I enjoyed the hell out of it. Um I like this. I think the sh- NFL should run with this and next year just play every night. I know it's not very healthy for for guys to play football every night of the week, but I'm enjoying it. And last night we got to see the Washington football team. How st- how insane is it that they just didn't pick a nickname? I mean, why do they I love have- it.
3: I why it. do they have to take
2: a nick? Why do they have to take a year off from having a nickname? Next year they'll be the. Well, I don't know why.
3: Is there no Kevin Millar on that team? Why don't they just give themselves a nickname in the short run and be like, you know, we're the diplomats or we're the judges or whatever. Or if, just start referring to themselves to be,
2: that way. It was going to be Red something like Red Tails or Red something, you know, Red Hawks, uh, <laughs> to keep the red part. But why do you have to go a year without a nickname? Anyway.
4: I actually, I'm, I'm a VP. I like it. The thing that's pathetic, it's like if if some CEO of a of a Fortune 500 company like died, you'd have a crisis communi- uh, communication strategy to so the stock market's not impacted in a negative way. These guys had years upon years to be ready right. for that moment, and they st- and they just completely. Well, How
2: I always said that, like with uh, UMass, UMass used to be the Red Men, which is a stupid nickname, Red Men, and so they got a chance to pick a new nickname. And by the way, they picked one that I thought was pretty cool, the Minutemen. And the, and the logo has a, a a soldier, you know, revolutionary war soldier with a rifle immediately. It was like matter of days. And they were protesting the new nickname because it was sexist and it was violent. But anyway, which is what I liked about it. Anyway, if you get forced, you know, by the, the, the PC forces, the social justice warriors to get rid of your nickname, which I guess is what happened to Dan Snyder, that gives you an opportunity a great marketing opportunity you get to sell a whole new line of uh, clothing and hats and shirts and everything else but not
0: i'm bob sullivan the new host of aarp's the perfect scam podcast and with frank abagnale and other top fraud experts we're bringing you brand new episodes of america's most shocking scam stories
1: i got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name scam was
4: masterfully designed
0: New episodes available now. Subscribe to the Perfect Scam podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call? Yep. betterhelp.com/save Got it.
2: This maybe he is are they selling a lot of merchandise with the W I've
4: been read the headlines. We talked about that months they ago. They probably are now because basically I mean you get you get two shots, right? Cuz eventually they are going to change the name I would assume. So maybe yeah. they maybe they ride this for 2 years, get the merch out of it and then they're going to pick another one and they're going to ride that, right? So my thing is why
3: not why not go all in? Change the though I I I've never liked the Redskins colors, excuse oh, me, I the did. Washington football team's colors. Do do something with that. Like, I love the I
2: love the uniforms, the helmets. I love the nickname just because it annoyed everybody. But it's all but, gone
3: now. And I so, you know so the, John Riggins, the John Riggins.
2: The John Riggins Redskins were were a blast. I think they're probably using this, don't you think, is saying it's another one of those disrespectful we don't even have a nickname. People are trying to ruin it. Sure. And Ron Rivera has rallied the troops and they knocked off the undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers last night, which was a lot of fun to watch. And then right into watching, I He's not Hold on, quite... gonna,
3: you can't gloss over this, Jerry. What happened in that game last night?
2: What happened in that The game?
3: Alex Smith situation right before the half. Alex Smith he, has a gash. <laughs> oh, my God, did you see that? It was gushing. And they bring this trainer out who goes like this. And they bring a roll of duct tape, Correct. and he just duct tapes the hell out of his lower left leg to, to stop the bleeding. Do you know the pain that that must have been when he ripped that tape off? in the is no f-
2: at is, He's Alex Smith. He had 17 <laughs> surgeries. He almost lost a leg. I always think of this watching, and you can't help but root for him. I don't even know if he's there. it is. Look at that. There, There's the blood. And, and the announcer
3: goes, it looks to be some sort of blood. Some <laughs> sort? What, do they have pig's blood in this? I think that's human blood, but, and I, mean, I think it's his blood, and I think the guy's in trouble.
2: But it's Alex Smith. No one has overcome more, more pain, you know, more adversity. He's already clinched the comeback player of the year in everybody's mind. But – so you got to root for him, and I always think of his family. They showed his wife and kids when he first took over uh, as the starter, um, and how nerve-wracking that must be. I mean, the last time he played, they shat- he shattered his leg, and he was life was never the same. And he got hit. He hung in the pocket. I got to give him credit. He does not look gun shy, even though he knows, you know, at any minute he could snap his femur again. But he brought them back. They won. It just felt like they were going to blow it, and they didn't. It feels like they, and they're in first place. By the way, they're tied. With the Giants, the Giants have all the tiebreakers. I believe they're uh, they beat them twice, so the Giants are Washington more likely team. to win the division.
3: Washington is better, and they're a better story too. Like
2: well, I, Giants aren't, aren't, aren't terrible either. Whoever, no, wins, they're not. Whoever wins from that division, I would say, is uh, is an interesting story, even though you know. I mean, We
3: all agree that Pittsburgh is totally fraudulent, right? I mean, Pittsburgh uh, has zero chance of ever beating Kansas City in any way, shape, or form.
2: uh, I would agree, Kansas City. I mean, I tweeted this out just to kind of tweak people. I said there are no scary teams in the NFL, and immediately all the Kansas City Chiefs fans are going nuts. But the Chiefs almost blew it against uh, Denver.
3: Yeah, but they're coasting. They're coasting. You know deep down when push comes to shove, the Chiefs, nobody wants any part of because no, they are the juggernaut.
2: I would say they're the best of the bunch. The Chiefs are 11-1, and one, I guess the same as the Steelers. The number one seed gets a bye, not the number one and two. No, that was a big them, loss last night. Only one team gets a bye, right? So that uh, they're battling out the rest of the way. The, they certainly didn't look like they were going to go, you know, whatever it would be, 14-16, 19-0. Or, yeah, 19-0. That was never going to happen. there was not that kind of team. But the Chiefs have won seven in a row. The Steelers had were 11-0. and But uh, the um, uh, Giants and Skins are both five and seven, I believe. Yeah. Tied for the top. It's, it's the Washington football team, Jerry. Oh, did I say Redskins? Yes. Oh, no, we're going to get kicked off Facebook again.
3: It's well, if a, Dallas beats Baltimore tonight. Dallas is somehow in the thing still. Like that's we get Tuesday night football. Dallas and Baltimore, uh which is
2: great. Um and you know what? There's no fans and there's no uh, it doesn't matter. It's
3: still football. It's still real. It's still very hell. The the thing that I took away from this weekend, if you told me a year ago Jerry Callahan of all people Would not only care in any way, but would sit down and watch a BYU Coastal Carolina football game (laughs) and then would be tweeting positive things about it. But here we are in 2020. That was the best game of the year. That
2: was not only was it a great game, they decided to play, I believe, two days
3: before the game. It was on the Wednesday, yeah. Three days. Three days, yeah.
1: Three days
2: before the game, they agreed to play because Liberty bowed out and Coastal Carolina was undefeated. BYU, I was rooting for them just cuz it took balls. They're undefeated. They're in top 20 team, they say, you know what? You want an opponent? Opponent, we're ready. And they made the trip and they and they, I, you know, almost they came up a yard short. But by the way, I mentioned this yesterday, the QB for BYU, Zach Wilson, is uh on the Patriots radar. I got sources. Says they're they're looking at him. And he's a stud, and that'd be a lot of fun. But Here's my rankings, and let's this this sounds like something I don't know they'd do on my old station mid middays. The most fun guy to watch in the NFL. Can we agree is Patrick Mahomes? Would you say he's number one? Yeah. Okay, number two on my list is Josh Allen. I mean, Josh Allen is not as good as Patrick Mahomes, although last night he was spectacular. Josh Allen is a blast to watch, and I'm sure people like Turtle Boy who want the rest of the division to stink forever. Because he wants the Patriots to have an easy time, aren't aren't happy? Because finally, finally, the uh, uh, AFC East has another has a decent quarterback, not named Brady. It ain't Cam Newton either. It's it's Josh Allen, and he's a he's great to watch because he's so he's just obviously his arm is incredible. is as strong as anyone. He could just deliver it like in a in a split second anywhere, any make any throw. But he's so tough, he hangs in the pocket which is probably not good in the long run. it will probably get hit. But last night, Josh Allen was 6-for-6. Uh, six six. Check this out. He threw for 375 yards, four touchdowns, but 6-for-6 six six on throws 20 yards or deeper down the field. Just a reminder, a couple of weeks ago, Tom Brady was 0-for-20 over a couple of weeks, 0-for-20 on throws 20 yards down the field. It was longest streak in like...
3: And yet, I, who would you want to take that throw? Because... You can't get it through. Your mind. You've been told long enough that Josh Allen's terrible and that he's going to throw it, you know, to the wrong team. But no matter how many times he does this, where you go, jeez, that guy actually played pretty well. You still think that he's going to blow the game, even though no. he's he's I had think he's got,
2: I think he got past that. He's never thrown an interception, I believe, in the red zone. Never. He's in his third year. Third year, they're nine and three. They're gonna win the division going away. Well, I think they're up. Uh, I mean, they're yeah, they're nine and three um he looks so good so tough and the team around him loves him you can just tell they love the fact that he's a tough bastard and he will run the ball he's not afraid to take a hit obviously he's big and strong but he's not going to have a 20-year run like tom brady he's just well. what you
3: saw last night jerry was two teams whose quarterbacks absolutely represent their head coaches like Ron Rivera in Washington would play with his leg cut off. And Alex Smith knew look, I gotta play with this huge gash in my leg right. and act like it's nothing because that's what Ron Rivera would do and probably did do when he was a player. Up in Buffalo, that quarterback coach combination, they get no respect. Nobody ever talks. To him. Who has ever said, hey, that guy they do not.
2: I think coach. I think last <laughs> night they were on display and everyone could see it's Monday night football and he had like the best game he's ever had. Uh, so I think after last night, um, I think they get they get uh, noticed. And Pittsburgh lost. So if you're talking about the AFC, I don't even know what the latest odds are. Obviously, Kansas City's their favorite to come out of the AFC. But wouldn't Buffalo be right there, number two, the two two A two B? Do you think so, though? I mean, A, I don't 40, know. Your your choices are uh, you got in we Cleveland's going to be a wild card, not going to be a division winner. Cleveland uh, is tough. I don't know, Tennessee or, or Indy or or uh, I mean, that's it.
3: Those are good. Tennessee was the, the Buffalo's
2: the second best team in the in the
3: conference. Yes, they are. Yeah, but again, so Tennessee Buffalo. You're telling me Buffalo walks on that one? I'm not saying they King win. Henry can beat anybody.
2: It'll be in Buffalo. Not that it's big deal with the fans. But they
3: run. Tennessee runs. It doesn't matter when you have the best back, you have a chance. And Tennessee did. They showed you that last year, and they're better. Really, in a lot of ways, and then they were watch
2: they're tied with the Colts. The yeah, top be, yeah.
4: A whole years for the bill to be good 2020 with no fans in the, in the stadium for the what they haven't won a home playoff game. How, how many years is that? That's a, that's got to be damn near they, what they were the
2: last. Stan won on Monday Night Football since Doug Flutie was under center in '91. How do
3: you know that, Jerry?
2: Flutie Flutie tweeted about it, and um, <laughs> and and they were the, every single team in the NFL had won on Monday Night since the last time they won, which means you know Cleveland and Jacksonville and all the dregs had won on Monday Night, which. And a lot of teams don't make a lot of appearances on Monday
3: night. Since Even Minnesota's quarterback finally won on Monday night. Right? And, and by
2: the way, they took apart San Francisco, which destroyed your Patriots. Uh, the Well, the- that's a different
3: team, though, Jerry. They got like 50 guys not playing now. And,
2: and, and they got kicked out of San Francisco because of uh, – you know, the virus. So they play in Arizona now. That's where it was last night. That was a road game, sort of, I guess a road game to Arizona for Buffalo. And, uh, they put on quite a show and I, I'm telling you, Josh Allen's one of those guys. If they're on TV and you're
3: just kicking back, flipping around, you are stopping and you are watching because, but if you're the the league, a Kansas city, Green Bay, an all state insurance, Bowl be a pretty good sell this year a buffalo washington super bowl like they're not looking for that they, i mean
2: washington the giants they're not going to the super bowl but you who know knows? it's it's interesting to see that division which was pretty freaking bad now those two teams are hot what, what is the giants streak right now the giants are uh have won four in a row washington's won three in a row they're both rolling they're both uh and uh, they've already played twice, so they don't meet again. And Giants want them both. There you go. People think that Belichick's tree, is coaching tree, is a disaster because of uh, Patricia and Billy O'Brien. Well, Judge Joe Judge, and uh, who's the other? Uh, there's another Joe Belich- Judge is
3: five and seven, and Jerry's going. Look at that coaching tree. Joe Judge
2: has won <laughs> four in a row. He's going to the playoffs. Uh, Not yet. Not yet. And uh, one I forget who this is. Another Belichick guy who's. Uh, Who's doing for Brian it. Flores? Brian, yeah, Flores. Brian Flores and uh, and Joe Judge are both doing well. Can Bye. you name
3: Can you name three players on the Dolphins, Jerry? Uh, yeah. Devontae Parker, uh, Tua. I can't say his last name, but I
2: could say his first name. Okay. Tua. And you get probably name Tua's
3: backup, and that's it, right? Okay. Like what Miami's done and what Flores has done is remarkable because nobody knows any of those guys. Which
2: will be a great. Uh, I mean, if it's if something's on the line, and it probably will be. Uh, um, New England at Miami, correct? Yeah, they could do what
3: Miami did to them last year. Uh,
2: that's uh, this, uh, that's Sunday, the December twentieth at Miami Patriots. That's their. Uh, obviously, they played Thursday night back in Los Angeles against the uh, the Rams. Get through that, they have a winning record, and they're battling Miami, Buffalo, and then finishing with the Jets on Sunday, January third. But. Sticking to football and quarterbacks and the Patriots. I know this is a something uh, you wanted to talk about. Um, a homeless, this kind of went national tube just because it's Brady. I, I have some questions. Brady has this unbelievable palace in, um, in Brookline that he lived where he lived uh, when he was here. And he's selling it. I believe he started asking like $40 million for it. Not a market, not a big market for forty million dollar homes in in uh, Boston suburbs. I think he dropped it to thirty five or something. It's this insane house right on the. Uh, Are you uh, looking at it, Jerry? Still, still, or have long. you
3: decided to pass? What's the status? Uh,
2: of uh, I might go, you know, help myself, walk in, make a sandwich, and sit down and look around. But uh, <laughs> I, I here's what I'm going to guess. Brady's got a forty million dollar home. I'm going to guess he has a nest. And maybe even an alarm and, uh, you know, cameras on the grounds. A homeless guy broke into Brady's house yesterday. Uh, early yesterday, cops showed up and he was sitting on the couch in the, in like the game room. And the, was it a mugshot where he's got a Brady jersey? Yeah. There's a picture of him out there and it might've been his last arrest. Cause this time when they took him into custody, he was wearing a hoodie and he couldn't see his face, but uh, he, he's a, he's a little bit obsessed with uh, with Tom Brady, and uh, I'm not sure how you expect to get away with breaking into Brady's home, like you know, he's got a I lot I don't of think problems. he did,
3: Jerry. I don't think I think <laughs>
4: it, it's been a tough year for everybody. This guy, I would assume, has had a tough what I'm year is as Jeffrey well. Tubin didn't want to get caught on the Zoom conference. I mean, this was all, yeah. this was all publicity, baby. This is this is for the show. This so is you'd think game. he knew
2: he was going to get caught. His name oh, is. is. His name and this.
3: If I, it's know, William Shakespeare, Jerry, don't tell it, me that's his name. It's
2: worse. His name is Zanini, Zanini Sineas Z-A-N-I-N-I, Zanini. His parents are cruel. Zanini Sineas. He's a 34-year-old former resident of Brockton who's now homeless. Okay. Uh, keep that in mind. Homeless. They arrested him. They said he drove up to Brady's home, up the uh, driveway Broke in, they get the call at 5.55 a.m. I mean, that's pretty early for a homeless guy. And if you're a homeless guy, the first thing you're looking for, maybe not all homeless people, but some of them, you're looking for, I don't know, a beer or maybe some wine or maybe some booze. Some
4: three hundred fifty dollar protein, maybe. maybe Jerry, like, now you're I turning into Cuomo with the stereotyping. I'm turning into with the here. I don't. I can't if I were
2: homeless and breaking in, I'd, I'd go to the bar and sit down and I'll make myself a, a drink. But very, anyway. very,
3: there are very few circumstances where I'm going to make light of somebody breaking into somebody's house. But Brady's done it twice in 2020 because him going to the wrong house in Tampa and sitting on that guy's couch—that was one. And now this, where. This guy just said, look, 2020's been terrible. I've had a rough year and it's been tough. I'm gonna do something. And if it's only for five minutes, I'm gonna make a memory for myself. And I'm gonna I got a desire to sit on Tom Brady's couch and I'm gonna do it. And he did it. He was sitting on the couch like this when the cops walked in. He's like, all right, let's go.
2: I'm looking at his mugshot, the latest one. He's not wearing a Brady jersey, but he looks too normal. He look I mean doesn't look, you know, like like a crazy person Um, he's uh, they're asking 33.9 million for the home. Maybe he was just checking it out, thinking of making an offer, but I have lots of questions about this. I mean, you're homeless and you drive to Tom Brady's house at five in the morning. Are you, you thinking he's trying to get arrested and just wants to do
3: something interesting. I just don't know how he got by the gate. Like, don't you have to get, I don't know how he got in actually. Like that's the part that gets me where I love the stones of it, but I just don't know logistically how he thought he could ever get in the door, and yet he I did. Know. I know you think I'm stereotyping homeless people, and I guess I am. But
2: do they do? do lots of homeless people have cars? I mean, the ones like yeah, they have, they have
4: boxes. You know, well, they yeah, have, in that case, you would your home is your car, right? Yeah. So if not homeless. If he has a car, he can sleep in his car. And I would ask, I think you're you said,
3: if you're sleeping in your car, Dave. You you may not be carless, but you're <laughs> an homeless. asset's an asset, and you know, and really, <laughs> right? a car is not a home, right? Like um, it doesn't have a latrine. Let's. If put you're that, a good
2: liberal like Giselle, see, I don't think Tom is, but he's pretending because he wants to keep the little woman happy. That's what we all do. I mean, shouldn't you offer this guy a, a warm bed, maybe a meal, maybe maybe a home? Wouldn't that uh, be... No. They don't need it. Hey, in this why not? I,
3: Brady would be smart here. Look, uh, Mark Cuban took on Delonte West, and I Good applaud point. him for doing and it. Brady ought does just does. Ought to be, the problem is, if you do that, you can't do it publicly because you're going to encourage this sort of thing then. And you can't make a precedent, hey, if you break into my house, we'll take care of you. But I that, that house, Jerry... It's
2: 12,000 square feet, and it has a wine cellar, which... I didn't even. Think uh, he didn't crazy. have
3: time to get to. He didn't.
2: <clears throat> no, but what was he doing? Watching TV. I would like more details.
4: Would like. Get him. Details. Yeah, they just found him sprawled out on the couch. <laughs>
2: so who knows? he was arrested in the past for stealing a Brady jersey from uh, the Brady, the Patriots store at Patriot Place. The value of the jersey ten thousand dollars <laughs> with some collectible game jersey, and he made a run for it with the jersey and got caught. So he's um. <laughs>
3: Who is this little obsession (laughs) with Tom Brady? This is a hit job. But how does he pull this stuff off that no one thinks you can do? That's twice now he's done it. Where he's got some Houdini in him somehow. He's not great at it, but.
4: Time is a little suspect because it was just announced that uh, TB12 took the a uh, million dollars in the PPP loan. So this is a hit job. A good point. This is redemption. You know what? If Zanini's got,
3: write, got some Houdini is what I'm telling you, Jerry. And I, now I, I'm going to get into Cuomo territory with names that end in I. But. If, if, if I was, I was still,
2: still writing columns, I would write – I'd call – I'd try to get a hold of Zanini. He's been – is he being let go? There's obviously criminal – there's no bail anymore. Just let him go and – Go find him wherever he is, sitting in his car and talking to Jerry,
3: if you were st- writing for Sports Illustrated, you'd send one of your three secretaries to track him down. You'd That's write true. the story six months from now, <laughs> and it would be after Brady's won the Super Bowl and the yin-yang of these two guys' lives. That's what that would be. All
2: right. We got uh, there's, there's so much more to get to. We don't have enough time to do it all today, VB. But um, uh, what do I, uh, did you see the kid? is what I want to know from you. You have young... Kids, a whole bunch of them. How many boys do you have? Two boys, two girls. Two boys. So one of the boys, girls would
3: never do this. One of the boys, how old are the boys? I, uh, your gender stereotyping knows no bounds, Jerry. I got I, um, I got a six-year-old and a three-year-old son. Are That's they biological saying. boys or did they just Yes, they are. Yes. And so we decided I, for them. Blame us if you must. One,
2: one six-year-old. What's your six-year-old's name? Owen. Owen. Oh man. So, uh, Owen the, and
3: I were so we raised our glass to Larry Bird yesterday. He doesn't yeah. really know Larry Bird, but he knows enough to say, Hey, happy birthday. He is,
2: he, I want you to teach him about Bird yesterday when Bird turned 64. Today, teach him about John Lennon. Today's the 40th anniversary of John Lennon's death, which I was sitting on my couch watching Monday Night Football with my father. The Patriots were on when Howard Cosell made the announcement that John Lennon was dead, shot dead outside the Dakota. Uh, our friends Casey Sherman and uh, Dave Wedge, Dave Wedge yeah. have a book out about the last days of John Lennon. It sounds interesting. I'm going to check that out for sure. But what if Owen were to see Santa at the mall and ask for uh, a Nerf gun? Because this happened yesterday to a kid. Uh, the kid was probably not quite six, but he goes up, normal-looking kid, says, "I want a Nerf gun." And Santa, because this is the day, this is the age we live in, said, "Oh no, son." No guns, no guns. A Nerf gun, which every boy should have a Nerf gun. They should be out there shooting their sisters and their parents and, you know, shooting the dog, whatever it takes. It's a Nerf gun. Parenting, remember
3: that old skit on Saturday Night Live, Deep Thoughts by Jack Hannah? Yes, Parenting Hay. tips from Jerry Callahan. Every boy should be shooting their sister out there. Come on.
2: Yes, with a Nerf gun. It's not a real gun, Santa, but the kid is uh, it just breaks down and cries and, and it can't handle it but the, and the mother doesn't do anything about it but you just want to smack this frigging mall santa you're you're santa you're not you know this, you're not karen here you're not supposed to be uh raising this child you're supposed to say oh that's nice yeah but get your nerf gun i hope his parents get him i saw a number of people on twitter say well nerf better
3: step up i mean come they're on, right man. nerf
2: but but if these parents should start to go fund me don't ask for any money just ask for guns guns lots and lots of toy guns for this kid but let's can you hear this day when you play the sound can you hear it because it's a little faint yeah we'll give it a shot
1: no I, no no guns Nerf gun. no not even a Nerf gun no if, you, you, if your dad wants to get it for you that's fine but i can't bring it to you well, what else would you like lots of other toys there's legos There's bicycles oh God, the there's cars play. and trucks what do you think
2: What do you think? It's okay. We're dead. Oh, this small Santa is. I mean, Uh. honest to God, that's not your job. I hope someone out him. (laughs) <laughs> because you really can't see him on the video and he's just a mall Santa, but I hope someone outs him
3: because don't you have a fallback, which is no matter old. what the kid asks for, you just say, oh, yes. well, we'll see if you've been nice. Like you just don't acknowledge the thing. If it's, and and if it's in any way controversial.
2: The kid is going to get what he asks for. His mother is standing there.
3: So- and She says, Oh no, no, it's a Nerf gun. Like yes. it's okay.
2: So the kid's going to get it. You know, he says, no, maybe you can ask your father, but Santa can't do that. Yes, he can, you dick. He's going to get it from Santa, which is... It should be a
3: rule. If, if you're a mall Santa and you make the kid cry, it's like a PED test in baseball. I don't care the circumstances. There's a 60-game suspension. And by the way, Hollywood, get off your butts. Bad Santa 3, if they haven't done it already, this is it, where Billy Bob Thornton has reformed himself and he's trying to be good. But he's woke now and he's making the kids cry entirely in a different way because he thinks he's being what they want him to be. But he's telling kids they can't have Nerf guns like that's a movie that we ought to have come I, as a result. Of this. I
2: thought I would hate Bad Santa. I loved it. Oh. And I've, been, I've seen it like 20 times. It makes me laugh every time. The sandwiches.
3: Sandwiches.
2: And uh, how about when he's eating the Chinese food and the mother starts saying, tell Santa what you want to it's my lunch break. And he spits the food on the kid, and I can't – I just lose it. This year, Mel Gibson's an evil Santa or a
4: down-on-his-luck Santa.
2: I'm curious to see that. Mel's, and Mel Gibson's the greatest. We'll see how –
4: I don't know well, if he, I can confirm this, but I, I think there might be a, a bad Santa in production, actually. So, wow, what a little, a little uh, foreshadowing there out of VB. Yeah, well, they ought right. to see this. And I'm it, in-
3: <laughs> I mean, By the way, don't you think this is coming? First of all, there's very few mall Santas this year because most malls have said we're not doing it or they have these huge dividers. The one place in the country where the kid can get close enough to Santa and it's this Santa saying, nope, sorry, kid. You're going to have to shed some tears. Like It's unbelievable.
2: Table. It's it's not a bad setup. There's a table between him. He's not sitting on Santa's lap, but he is close. And uh, hopefully... Owen asked for like an AK 47 or an Uzi or something because you know, I think he deserves it. But, uh, good. How
3: about Sam doesn't even say, like, no, 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 don't cry. It's okay, Susie. He stays, pardon the expression, he sticks to his guns. Like, he's dug (laughs) in. I'm not going to yield on Nerf. No, your father, and and
2: and by the way, the kid gets confused because he said, maybe your father will get you that, but I can't. And the kid's like, (laughs) Why, the kid has no idea that the the Santa's a liberal a hole who hates guns. He doesn't understand why Santa won't give him a Nerf gun. He's looking at Santa, going, "What? Why can you? Why can my father do it and you can't?" And by the way, he looks at his mother, like, "Who's my father? The father's not even in the picture. Maybe the father's dead. Maybe he's he's long gone." He's looking at mom, going, "What is Santa talking about?" And then the kid just breaks down crying. And this, uh, somebody on Facebook says the Santa was fired. I haven't seen that and I doubt it in this day and age, but if that's true. Oh, I bet yeah. it was. I, I, Are I'm you a... ready? I, I'm going to, I'm going to do shake concrete. And then I got a question for you. Are you a Dylan fan? Bob Dylan fan?
3: Nah, hey, I'm okay with him, but oh, I'm not okay. a hardcore. I, you better If you're,
2: if you don't like Dylan, you better get ready because you're going to hear a lot more Dylan. And I'll tell you why. After I tell you about shake concrete, this is for you homeowners and home builders out there. You know what I'm going to tell you? My brother in law, Greg, at the folks at Shea Concrete, they have a huge selection of precast concrete steps. You got to check this out. There's a TV commercial with me in it, and you get to see all the great steps that they have to offer. But you can do that on the website, or you can stop by and see whether you're building a new home or you need to replace an old staircase. Shea has great vibes. With designs for any home. They're available in concrete or you can customize your steps with beautiful stone, granite, or brick. A new staircase can dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your home. Maybe that's what Tom Brady and Giselle need. They can't seem to unload this little bungalow, you know, $33 million home. Maybe they have to upgrade the steps. That's how you do it. In most cases, shake and remove your old stairs and have you walking up a new set of front steps within hours. And just like that, your house looks better your house is worth more and maybe if you're trying to sell it maybe it helps you sell it it's new steps they can they can really help you uh move that old home and uh make it look better and sell quicker you can learn more about Shay's precast concrete steps at steps at shea concrete.com which just stop by one of their four state-of-the-art facilities all over new england all right bob dylan and i love these stories because you know this is what this is what uh um taylor swift did which means that Dave will wake up and actually have some uh, interest in this topic. Hey, Ooh, say, you know, talking, about, talking about my girl, Taylor Swift sold her music catalog to what's his name? Scooter Braun. Oh, yeah. And uh, then, old, but fine. Right? Yeah, then complains after Bob Dylan sold his music library for $300 million. That's the yes. same as hers, right? Um, um, and by the way, uh, he's how old is Bob Dylan? 78? which is another one of those amazing miracles that Bob Dylan's still around, still kicking.
3: Well, did um, you hear what he said about this, Jerry? <laughs> 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 um,
2: but here's, what's going to happen. You, me, we're going to be watching, uh, you know, uh, the football game. We're going to be watching, I don't know, one of those Wednesday night football, Thursday night football, Tuesday night football, one of the game, many, many games, um, that, uh, are on these days. And there's going to be a commercial for, I don't know, uh, Flow, or there'll be a commercial for uh, um, uh, you name it. Uh, 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 give me, give me a, you know, some TV for Apple, Apple, a lot of Apple commercials. That's a good one. Apple, Amazon, Target, and it'll be uh, so my friend is blowing in the wind, it's blowing in the wind, and we're like, or or something blue. What's blue? Some there'll be a blue, you know, uh, jet, blue. jet blue, and it'll be tangled up in blue and you'll go what that's bob dylan his stuff is going to be uh, very uh, readily available mm-hmm. for all these companies to put in tv commercials because bob dylan sold out it's bob dylan's if you don't like it if you think you know that he's uh not that kind of guy that he wouldn't ever he's 79 by the way he sold out. He took the money. God bless him. His family's going mean, to, I don't know why he needs the money, but his family's going to be fabulously wealthy for generations. But companies like target and Apple and, and whatever flow. What is flow? Sell insurance, right? Progressive.
4: Progressive. <laughs> progressive. Yes. progressive. progressive.
2: <laughs> They're going to be able to play Dylan stones. You just pay whatever the going rate is and they can play it. And you'll hear it all over the place. Just like you hear, you know, the rolling stones in some cases or Taylor Swift and, and other artists. You know what was amazing when I read the story? It was about some of the other uh, artists. Uh, uh, Fleetwood Mac sold theirs for like, I, f- I get the number here. Here it is. $80 million. They sold, and it wasn't even the whole catalog. $80 million for Fleetwood Mac.
3: Yeah, but in Dylan's case, like Colonnane could probably name more Wallflower songs than he can Bob Dylan. Oh, yeah,
4: Bob Dylan, I to, it's right over my head. I have no idea. I I mean, that's, hey, Jerry, I'm um,
3: surprised he got 300 million based on the fact that that ship has sailed a long time ago.
2: Uh, Dylan receives a lump sum between 200 and 400. Um, I'm not sure uh, I, what the, what the variable <laughs> is there. Stevie <laughs> Nick sold their publishing catalog for $80 million. The um, Dylan portfolio has 600 songs. Wow. Um and, and- uh, other bands who've sold their catalogs, sold, you know, taken the money, Blondie, Barry Manilow, and the estates of John Lennon and Kurt Cobain. I believe John Lennon, uh, the Beatles, Paul McCartney bought them for like a ridiculous amount of money, uh, like $800 million Paul McCartney owns.
3: Well, didn't Jackson buy him? Michael Jackson buy him? And then McCartney yes, then, and Jackson end yeah. a falling out. A yes. whole story there, but there's only one to look up, Jerry. 300 million, 80 million, 200 to 400 million. What did, what did Brian Wilson's father sell the Beach Boys catalog for? I don't know. Remember like when that. he did it against the kids' wishes without the kids even knowing? And I think he sold it for like $70 and a Coke or something like that. Other <laughs> than he never spoke to his father again, obviously. But if, the Beach Boys is the one you would want because of the catchy jingles. Yeah, and,
2: that's true. Good
3: point. And, and the father sold it for nothing. He had no idea what he had and what the value of it was. And the guy goes, I right. hate I'm going to dig deep here. I'll give you $500 for it. The guy's like sold. And Brian Wilson I, I, was never the same after he I, after it happened.
2: It's a good point, but I think Dylan's got a lot of those um you know catchy even though they you know might be you know, whatever these revolutionary songs at the times they are changing and blowing in the wind and yeah. songs like that which will uh uh, which will fit nicely in commercials and we'll be sick of them all.
4: Well, it's not like he was, now I'm sure he had control over it and limited the exposure, but I guarantee you he sold the rights to some of the to songs to some commercials. I, I, I'd assume, right?
2: Uh, yeah, I guess no, so. Yeah. And now, I mean, I don't blame if you're going to die soon and you want to take care of your, you know, offspring, kids, grandkids. You say, "What the hell?
4: What do I care if they?" He also but, might just not be capitalizing on, you know, all the different changes that are going on in the music industry. I bet it's like a five-person team that he has controlling the catalog, right? Like it's a he. Uh, it, he. Owns... Last
2: time Bob Dylan said, "I need the money for anything." I, mean, well, I know. I saw got... a story the other uh, the other couple weeks, a couple of years ago, long before COVID, where Dylan. on on tour and performed 300 nights in a year. 300 nights in one year and he was like 75. (laughs) And I don't know anyone that went to see him. He wasn't playing the big rooms anymore, but he's just uh, addicted to performing and singing his songs and he must have just an insane amount of money already. You know, I mean, it just, but I guess it's like with Bob Cousy sold all his uh, collectibles, all his uh, memorabilia. And he said, what do I need it for? This is going to pay for my grandkids' education. And can you blame him for that? I wouldn't.
3: I'm a big lyric guy when it comes to rock and roll, if you consider Dylan rock and roll. And Dylan, for what I... Again, he's not my bag, particularly. I don't have any Bob Dylan on my phone. But... His his lyrics, if you go back on him, like I always think that you know if you get the ten best lyrics of all time, you don't need a weather vane to know which way the wind blows is one of the great lines ever.
2: Right. And I'm with you. I'm a lyric, I'm a word man too, and I love you know singing along to whatever tangled up in blue. And um uh he is he won the Nobel Prize for whatever writing, poetry. Didn't show up for the award, you know, I believe. I believe uh, Greta Thunberg was second, so she went and took the award for him. But no, he won the Nobel Prize. I think he blew them off; didn't show up to get the thing. Uh, and he's the only singer or songwriter to win uh, to win it. Um,
4: his his top, I guess, I guess you could call it top five songs have a total of 1.2 billion streams on Spotify. I'm looking at right now.
3: Colinane's looking this stuff up because this means this means nothing to him. Dude, with something like, like he, you got a whole world that's gonna open up to you, Dave, when you start researching some of the John Lennon. Who was this gentleman? And why should I know him? Like, yeah. did some good things come? Wait, do you look up Chuck Berry, Dave? You're gonna you're gonna be blown away by some of this stuff.
4: It's, it's just right. <laughs> about Ariana Grande, if you want. You dated Pete Davidson. Yeah. Oh, you know, I could go all day on that one. The company uh,
2: that did this put this deal together is UMG, whatever that stands for. It's the story. This Yahoo story says um, Dylan is the latest artist to join forces with UMG, following the likes of Bruce Springsteen, Kendrick Lamar, and Post Malone. So, does that mean this company facilitates these kind of deals? Is Springsteen oh,
3: yeah. next? That's Springsteen.
4: Biggest music publisher in the in the world. The Who would you
3: go see of the four, Jerry? If I gave you the opportunity,
2: oh, I love Springsteen. I mean, even though he's a liberal, it bothers me. But I've seen him a bunch of times, and he's great
4: in live. Great. In. Uh What was? It? What were the other ones? I hate Springsteen. So what were the other options? It's Post Malone, Billy yeah. Eilish. Oh, worse. Now, if you said Bon Jovi, I'd be in with you. But I don't. I don't need those guys. Never mind. I don't. Oh, none of the above. Springsteen, as um,
2: as uh, Jimmy Buffett once sang don't try to describe a kiss concert. If you've never seen it, you just may wind up being wrong because kiss concerts are legendary for being very, very entertaining. I would say, don't try to describe a Springsteen concert. If you've never seen it, they're great. Oh
4: yeah. I'll try to describe. He's the
2: greatest greatest live performer I've ever seen. Four hours of just sweat and energy and passion and kind of like Kenny Chesney. If you're into Kenny, he's Chesney puts his uh, heart and soul into it too. and, And works up a sweat doesn't cheat anybody who uh, buys a ticket, but until you've seen it, don't
3: knock it. Jerry, I will just leave you with this. I assume we're done, but I thought we had done it. But no, at the very last, an hour and 10 minutes into this, you still, you kept your record intact. I've never done a show with you in 2020 where you haven't taken a shot at Greta Thunberg. And you did it yep. at the very last there. Yep. Oh, put Greta Thunberg. This Thunberg. <laughs> show Uh-oh. had William Shakespeare, Greta Thunberg, Bob Dylan, like we covered a lot of ground. Yes,
2: we hardly, we, mention, giant Brady's we hardly mentioned Trump or Biden, but uh, man, there's a lot. I didn't even get to the UNLV quarterback who was in trouble because he ate sushi off a naked woman's body on a TV show and was forced to apologize. Could be the least uh, genuine apology ever. I was going to get to that, but uh, maybe we could do that another day. Uh, all right, VB, that is VB, who is uh, just kind of hanging around these days. I'm
3: going to add the V to the hat. I got to get that on. That's there.
2: true. much to do. he's wearing his Red Sox cap. Um, but uh, it's
4: only, only a matter of time before VB launches his own podcast and gets that uh, Jerry Callahan bump like Tom Shattuck is trying to milk off. You know it's coming. You know it's coming.
2: Shat, yeah, yeah, you and Shattuck are, uh, you know, both of you get like 17 kids running around the house. I don't know how you have time to do
3: it, but uh, you could,
2: you should. Um, Shattuck, I also, Shattuck
3: texted me over the weekend and said, hey, you want to get together? I said two things. One is coronavirus. Two, I have four of my own. Why do I want your four as <laughs> well? No, I don't want to get three. It's you, Shattuck. So no, I don't want to. We don't have
2: time to do this, Colin. I know you'll be saying, "Why didn't I do it early?" But I talked to someone at my old radio station last night, and it is a mess. He was telling oh, me,
4: yes, I love it." Just
2: what a mess it is. They got the the afternoon show with the feud with Craig Carton. That that degenerate uh, you know felon criminal and uh nobody nobody's got anyone's back and they're all fighting and it's just insane it's just chaos
4: what would you have done uh, before we go yeah. sorry, what would you have done you got boomer esiason on monday after after nfl football but he is the former co-host with craig carton after this whole thing is blowing up with we yeah, and blowing up in quotes because it's not really but how do you not ask him a question about that like what if you're told by your program director not to do it what do you what does jerry callahan say? No, you got to do it
2: It just have to to do it and, you, and then you, you afterwards you fight him on it but why they didn't ask him
4: I don't believe they did I didn't see, I, I was listening to the beginning of it and I didn't hear it so I, I assumed if it didn't come out the top it wasn't coming at all.
3: No and then that's but if the Boomer tells thing, you don't I mean and you know the guy. Jerry you've been there where the guy actually, says Look. Boomers
2: recorded so he could uh you know tell you you know something off and, and you could cut it out. But and then you gotta he, say is it no, really you worth have to it because Carton went at them and it was just and I mean he crossed all the lines said the company was going to dump them and rip them for ratings. It just went way, way below the belt. They had every right to come back. I told somebody, I said, they should get the police report. They should get every detail of what he did to all his victims and read that on the air. They should track down his victims and have them tell their story on the air. All all bets are off. He went over the line. They have every right to fight back in any way they want to. Oh, by the way, before we go, congratulations to Howie Hampton's Howie Hamptons is agreeing to a new deal with Sirius. That's good news for Ellen or Hillary, because they, they'll be getting another foot massage from the once great Howie Hamptons who uh, quite literally sold out and made a fortune. And I'm going to say, I don't blame him. I'm, he's my idol. He makes a hundred million a year. He lives in the Palm beach and, uh, he's he's flying private everywhere he goes, and all he had to do was you know forget about his friends and suck up to the establishment and to the the powers that be, and it has worked. It was a, i
3: I've never known a guy a great who, career decision. I've never known a guy who references his idol so much in one breath and then rips said idol in the next breath as much as you do with howard stern jerry it's the weirdest thing
2: I for 50 million i would tell ellen that i think she's a great dancer too we all have our price his was pretty high and he has made a fortune and he has sold out like nobody i've ever seen before I mean, he had Hillary Clinton. But you sound like, like
3: Bob Dylan truthers. Like, what did you? What, what do you want? What do you expect people to do? Like, it's you remember like- Stern when he was at the top he of his really
4: game? Hasn't. It's so dramatic. But do you think if I if I cut this clip that he'll call you Skeletor again? Because that's maybe some of my favorite Howard Stern content. That's true. He got
2: uh, all upset at us when we were uh, mocking him. But no, he's he's above that. You know, he doesn't. His his people that work for him aren't allowed to talk to him. They're not allowed. It's like Ellen. Ellen's. People who work for Ellen aren't allowed to look at her.
3: They everybody, in you know, Holland. what, uh, who's the guy that hosts Family Feud? Remember that controversy? Uh, years ago. You, you don't speak Harvey. to him under any circumstance. <laughs> yeah. A lot of those, once you get to a certain level, I think everybody does that. Yeah. Some of your yeah. Fox people do that, Jerry. I hate to shed light on this for you, but there's uh, a who, lot of that. Who,
2: who doesn't? Don't tell me, Tucker. Does Tucker do that?
3: I don't think so with him, no. But there, there's another one that you like a lot, but sometimes ripped. That had that same. Is she color. on after uh, Hannity? And I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I'm actually speaking of someone who used to be on Fox. But regardless. Oh no, I heard. I heard Laura when. I- to- oh, believe me. This, the only one that I-, I believe Matt Lauer had a closed door policy. When that, <laughs> but that was
2: yeah, yes, yes. We're not talking about that. That 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 guy's a violent criminal. We're talking about guys who just. Sold out and kissed the ass of the establishment. They're not really you know, rebels anymore. Show
3: me the guy who didn't, and I'll tell you a guy you don't know his name. I mean, that's how it is, Jerry. Everybody's uh, uh, Nick Betcha. DiPaolo. That's who has.
2: And we've had him on this podcast before. That's how he's reached the peaks. He's been on my podcast. Doesn't
3: Belichick own half of Nantucket now? I mean, I think everybody sells out at some point.
2: Yes, he does. And or I'm else just, you're a
3: letterman. You grow a beard like this, and you, no one knows who you are.
2: Waiting for my price. That's all. All right, VB. thanks, man. We will talk to you again soon. And thanks to uh Shake Concrete and allied Paving and DCU and flagship uh and thanks to everybody for listening. Please subscribe, rate, review, and tell a friend. Anything else, Cullenane?
4: I just want to congratulate uh Bill Simmons quickly on winning the sports personality <laughs> of the year from the big league. Uh what did he, he, what did he, he do to uh I, I couldn't think of anything he did notable this year. What did he
2: do to uh earn that i'm not sure Uh, he
4: didn't didn't tweet any of his colleagues work actually he didn't do yeah he you're supposed to do so he didn't do that
2: Uh, congratulations speaking of getting his price bill simmons sure got his too and uh congratulations to him big lead man of the year and uh um lebron james i mentioned was sportsman of the year yesterday i believe he shares it with like four other people all of whom are very very woke all of whom hate trump love kaepernick so Congratulations to the bunch of them. I'm sure Sports Illustrated will have a whole issue, stories about all of them, and no one will read a word of it. But uh, congratulations once again to King James. And uh, thanks to everybody again for listening and subscribing. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is the Callahan Podcast, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.
4: Why am I stopping? No one else stops. I don't
2: Can I go home? The Jerry Callahan Podcast.
1: Before you drive the all-new Nissan Rogue, you gotta ask yourself, how rogue are you gonna go? We talking be one with nature in the desert rogue? Go snowshoeing in Alaska rogue? Or take the long way home just because kind of rogue? Just a question, but with five available drive modes, you're sure to find the answer. Go rogue in the all-new, fiercely reimagined 2021 Nissan Rogue. Now with the most standard safety features in its class. See owner's manual for important safety information. Auto Pacific segmentation. 2021 Nissan Rogue versus latest in market competitors. Base models compared. Angie's list is now Angie, your home for everything home. Angie still has the same top pros and reviews you've counted on for more than 20 years. Only now, you'll also get access to all the tools you need to make your home a happy place. Inside, outside, big or small, Angie helps you find the right solution for whatever you need done.